When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Badge and Jason hey. here. Not allowed to call myself Jace because one of our listeners doesn't like it. No, it's a bit, uh, what do you say? It's a bit self-indulgent or something? Well, I don't so, know if he said that. It was a bit pretentious, was it? Anyway, or maybe? I don't Jason know. and Gazza. Uh, Gary. Gary, sorry. Yes. Hello, <laughs> Gary. How are you today? Hello, Jason. I'm well. Thank you very much. Still ha- still plenty happening in uh in sport with the tennis ongoing and big rain, bash happening and rain. rain if it's not if yeah. it's not stinking hot in Melbourne, it's wet in this time of the year. So fortunately, they have got um, roof a roof over one of the stadiums. Is it, is it two or just one? I think it's I think it's two badge. Mm. I, I saw play going on on a couple of courts this afternoon. So they may, obviously, they, they just go with some of the games. There's, there's some very wealthy people at Turac and whatever that would have a yeah. roof over there. Tennis court, or at least a shade sale. Couldn't they just right. go there? That's right. I reckon they need a giant roll of like cling wrap, and then just stick that over the top of these courts. There you go. You know, I, I don't know. There's people don't think, Gary. No. Uh, part one of our chat with Ricky Stewart. We sat down and had a chat with him uh, earlier, mm. and geez, we had a lot. I mean, former teammate of yours, one of your best mates, and he was up for a chat, wasn't he? Yep. Yep. Ask him all sorts of things. Uh, he was. And I know this um, CBA drama is, is uh, developing uh, between the players and the uh, and the NRL. Uh, when we spoke to Ricky, that was, um, you know, he, I think it was a little bit uh, early for him to comment as far as what his, you know, his players, because I guess the players sort of keep it to themselves, yeah. wouldn't they? But this is, yeah, um, yeah ongoing. We've seen some figures today about, about the difference between what the players want and what the NRL has offered and, you know, they kind of said, look, hang on, don't just dangle a toy in front of us and say, here's the big new salary cap. There's a lot of other things that go mm. into this. Mm. And the women in particular yeah, don't um, don't really have much clarity on what's happening for their season. No, they know what their salary is going to be next year, but that's about it. Mm. That's about it. So uh, anyway, we'll have a chat to Rick uh, real soon. Part one of our chat, of course, that's ridiculous. We do that every single Wednesday. Uh, this is Sports Day with thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, time for an update uh, for expert car service. Book into your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Badge. Yep. Talked about it off the top of the show. Christian Welch, Welch I should say, uh, one of the RLPA directors, has spoken about his frustration of the NRL not sorting out a CBO of the plays. He said, since November 21, we have tried to get the ball rolling, about the, uh, but the NRL just hasn't been interested in engaging with one of, our, uh, one of their main stakeholders to work out a CBA. He goes on to claim that they'd send Hugh Marks along. Andrew Abdo wouldn't go to meetings and said, whilst Hugh Marks, the former Channel 9 boss, who was a consultant, he said, whilst 
He's a lovely bloke. He just, you know, he couldn't make any decisions. Jeez, he? he was bagging the game. Wasn't I, he, I, know, I, I found that. Ab- I couldn't abs- believe they put him on. I found that absolutely interesting. But, but they just they want to sit down with the NRL and nut through a, a, a nut out a few things, bad. Yeah, they do, and and they're very frustrated. And I think uh, they're just going to try to force the NRL's hand. Here's here's a couple of the differences between, um, and, and I don't think they're insurmountable. I hope they're not anyway. But. The, the NRL just announced uh, what's straight up $12.1 million salary cap, a, a 25% increase from last year, mm. which was 9.6. Um, the players, uh, so that's an $11.45 million for the top 30 players. The players don't want that much for their, their cap. They want $10.4 million, about a million dollars less for their top 30 players with a guaranteed $400,000 increase each year right. after that. So that's going to take a few years to catch up. But on top of that, they want another five hundred grand for long-serving and developed players. Um, so it'll take it to 10.9, still about half a million dollars short of what the NRL has offered. Yeah. And they want a few other things. They want a $150,000 minimum wage. First, first year in, first game, you're, you're in the top 30, you're 150 grand. I think that's a bit fraught with danger at the moment. I think the NRL has got... It's about 120, got, isn't it, at the moment? From 80. It was 80. It's going to 120. 120. 150. I worry that you might lose some players uh, or some young players might lose their desire a bit. Why, why is that? Well, you're getting 150 grand. You go, okay, well, that's good. I'm getting 150 grand. But what about the other Where side I of the reckon, coin? I reckon you're better off being, being, you know, if you've got 80 grand, that's still enough for you to, to train and play. And you, and then try to force your way into. They're going to get 120 this year anyway. But what about the other side of the coin, though? That you'd want to continue earning that sort of yes, money, so you right. will try but, harder. But do you need to try even harder to make you know to be one of the elite? Anyway, I have just seen it happen with young players before, where they get a little bit excited about where yeah. they're at, and they they lose their focus. Badge, I'll just say as a fan. It, you're only in the game a short time. Mm. You should be able to earn as much as you possibly can. Oh, absolutely. Can. Absolutely. And I don't think the, 150 is over the, the top. The offer from the, the NRL to the players overall is about 40% of revenue, of NRL revenue. The players want closer to 50. They want about 48%. Right. So that's the big and, – and then how they divide it up is the next thing. Um, we mentioned the women. Uh, they, they want a minimum wage of at least 30 grand. This is the players. For uh, for women, um, and they, they want they want a lot though. of money invested in other things like past players programs and medical support funding yep. and an injury hardship fund. They want a hell of a lot of they want up up to fifty million dollars invested in that. So what's the big sticking point? Like, I mean, what do you think of that badge? Apart from thinking one fifty might be a bit too much and one twenty is okay, do you have a problem with any of the rest? Oh, well, the, the the players in the NRL are uh, at loggerheads over a bunch of things. A, a transfer winner. The NRL wants a transfer winner. I think we all want a transfer winner. The pressure's on to get a transfer winner, yeah. and the players are saying, no, it's a restrainer trade. Oh, you can't keep doing that. You just that. want to tidy things up yeah. a little bit. So, oh, look, I, it, it sounds to me like if they can actually get together and start nutting it out, it'll still take a bit of time. But get working on it. Yep. Good call, Badge. Former Broncos halfback Albert Kelly has signed with the Redcliffe Dolphins Host Plus Cup team for 2023 and is set to audition for an elevation to the NRL squad. Good player, Albert. Yeah. yeah. And a really good lad as well. I've, I've met him a couple of times. 
Uh, he was playing at um, at Mile Club South Logan in the Broncos system before he he got called up uh, last year, and and we know he can play. Um, he's been a, he's, he's spent time in England. Was he at the Titans as well? Uh, at the Titans, yep, yes, yep. yep, absolutely, very very good player. So I think he'll he'll put some pressure on. He's the, only uh, thirty one badge. I, I, yeah. It feels like he's been around forever. Yeah, it does. It does. This is Sports Day. You can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Oh, no Sats. Sats on holidays. Jason here with uh, Badge tonight. This is a big one Badge has pulled off. We're catching up with all the coaches uh, over the preseason, see how plans are going. No, no, I didn't Batch. let you know. What? No, we couldn't get Mal. We've had this. Oh wow! Had to get Rick I'd like to hear the reaction to that. Actually, <laughs> if, if we could, Rick, what a sledge straight up. Just mate, more respect. This I've, is I've the... always sorry. Always Rick. been second fiddle to Mal. Mate. Always been second fiddle to Mal. <laughs> this is the 1993 Dallium medalist you're talking to here. Batch. He did a lot more than that in the game. He uh, did plenty. Raiders, you're getting, uh, you get in trouble nowadays for those sledges. <laughs> <laughs> Raiders coach and great mate and former teammate of Gary Belcher's Ricky Stewart. Joining us on Sports Day. How are you, Rick? Good, Jason. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good. Uh, are you enjoying, are you and the teammate and your players enjoying those lovely, balmy Januaries in Canberra at the moment? Mate, it's hot at the moment. It's uh, up around mid to high 30s and, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, it's at dry heat and it's, it's tough on the players at the moment. But we've got two uh, two very hot games, uh, come rounds one and two up in Townsville and then Redcliffe, so... Uh, it'll give us a little bit of um, a little bit of that uncomfortable feeling in regards to the heat, but it's um, it's you know we're, we're used to it here in Canberra this time of the year. Mm. And and just um, you know not that long ago your players got back from uh, from the World Cup. Uh, you, do you do you get a little bit of? Do, I don't I don't get jealous about not being there, but I wish I could be over there. Not certainly not as a player, but how do you feel as a as a, a coach about your players going and you not being involved? Oh, look, I'm, I'm I'm really proud of the fact that they uh, they can come back and uh, say that they've been on a tour. You know, it's as close as you'll get to a kangaroo tour um, from an Australian point of view and also the boys that are involved in the other countries. It's as close as a kangaroo tour and we know how good those kangaroo tours were, the British Line tours and, um, you know, the of the days we played badge. But, you know, the, the, the World Cup, I know the Kiwi boys, um, I know that the, uh, I mean, all of the boys, that I had majority was with uh, Samoa, Kiwis and um, uh, Australia <clears throat> and they loved it. Um, I had a couple of other boys with Lebanon and uh, Fiji and, and it was, they, they, they came back uh, and I can, one thing I can say, the younger blokes came back as better players, uh, mm. mixing with more senior players and learning the experience of what the senior players or how those, those elite players uh, prepare and train. Yeah, it, it does amazing things for your confidence, Rick, and I remember your... Uh... Your first kangaroo tour in 1990, um, which I'm sure you still get reminded about that famous um, that famous second test of everywhere you go, wouldn't you? Yeah, I you know, I love it myself, uh, Badge, because it was you know, just one of those moments that you. you know, it's always the the, the moment that um, you regret, and it's always nice to have those moments that you remember, and um, having having that opportunity with you guys uh, when I actually. 
put us in that position with the intercept pass that I threw. Put it, you know, having a, a hand in uh, getting the um, the next try to win the game was, uh, you know, something that I'll never ever forget. But you know, I, I said to Jack White, and when he came back, that uh, I'm just so proud of him and happy for him. The fact that he uh, he now can say that he's been on one of these tours and it's a um, a World Cup tour, and, and he won it. You know, mm. lifting the lifting the trophy is something that he'll never forget and he had his family there and um, talking to his wife and or not his wife but his partner and the kids on Saturday after training um, there's just moments there as a family they won't uh, they won't ever forget so you know they're the moments you they're the moments you love and um, you work hard for yeah and I know Mal got the families involved a lot more that well certainly than when we were playing um, it, you, you get a sense from your players that uh, they they love that that extra aspect to it because it was oh, actually 1986 that partners were actually banned from coming to our hotel. That was a rule, an unofficial rule. It's sort of changed over the years, but now they're um, they're heavily involved, aren't they? Families. Yeah, absolutely, and and the and the players want it. Um, I think it's important for them because it's uh, it makes them comfortable away from the game and away from training. So. You know, it's it's definitely changed, and it should change like that over the years. And it's something that uh, um, it's not new now. It's just we're we're accustomed to it. It's something that you make sure you promote. And yeah. we had the same thing on Saturday after training. We had all our wives, partners, children come to training for a brunch, and um, just to catch up and get together because we've got a few new players, new partners, so they uh, all get the opportunity to meet each other. Badge, how disappointed were you in '86 that wives were banned from your hotel? Be uh, honest. My wife, she actually didn't go over. Oh, to to terrific. England, but there was a, a a teammate of mine who actually booked his wife into a room in the same hotel as us. What snuck her in? She was there for a week or two, and his roommate kept sort of going, "Where is this bloke? He's disappearing every night." Anyway, no mentions, but yeah, he was my roommate, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> he, he wouldn't have paid for his own room. No, exactly. I don't know. He must have got some sort of special deal. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, um, uh, hey, hey, Rick. You, you. We, actually, well, last night we were talking about great Australian coaches because uh, Eddie Jones back into the fold with the the Wallabies. We got people who tell us coaches in any sport, um, and of course you coached Australia. I tried to push your name, but the boys wouldn't have oh, a lot to do with on, it. Well, come on. How do you look back at your time coaching Australia? Oh, I really enjoyed it. It was a um, probably the early part of my career that uh, I was coaching NRL. Um, I think it was about this, I was about six years in and coaching South Wales and into Australia. It was look, I enjoyed it. It was probably the most memorable game for coaching Australia for me. It was apart from getting sacked, uh, <laughs> it was, a, it was the, um, the the game that was it the bicentennial game, the um, bicentennial game, and it was a, the night we wore the. Um, um, our traditional jumper, uh, the heritage jumper, um, and we uh, we played against New Zealand. And it was the night that Jack Gibson passed away, and we played at the SCG. It was so uh, it was a very very memorable moment, and something that um, you know it's uh, I'm, I'm I'm big on keepsake, and you now still got the jumper signed signed jumper by the boys and photos of that game. It was something very special. Hey Rick, how much has coaching changed since then? to how it is now. I mean, I hope you don't mind us saying off air, you see you've got a couple of the boys coming around tonight with partners. It's changed a lot, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. It's it's very different. Uh, that was just something I was talking to Mal about on um, during the week. Um, when you're coaching at NRL level and also uh, international or origin level, 
it is very different. I mean, Origin is so much different to coaching Australia when you're on tour. Um, and both those both those positions are very different in coaching an NRL club. Um, I've had the um, I've been very fortunate to coach at those three levels, and this, being on tour uh, for a World Cup, being in an Origin series, and then being at the at the coalface for uh, what thirty odd weeks of the year, or and that's only the competition outside preparation. All three of them have completely different uh, dynamics, and from an origin point of view where you know there's there's no strategy there's no there's no game plan that's going to win a game against um, another football team that's, you know that owns probably 17 of the best football players out of the best 34 to 40 in the world um, there's no game plan that wins it it comes back down to heart and desire courage it comes back down to your commitment to the jumper and your mate and, and that's what you build it on and it comes back down to talent and and then you know, it's uh, with Australia when you're on tour. It's about keeping people happy and upbeat. It's about making sure that they're getting to the sideline because they are talented players. And then uh, at an NRL level, completely different again. It's it's the welfare of the player. You manage them day to day, and uh, moods, emotions change daily to um, making sure that players are uh, comfortable. And and then you've got to make sure that they're ready to play a game of football each week. And it's a very arduous task coaching at an NRL level because it's on 24 hours a day and whether you're at home, whether you're at work, um, you're thinking football as a coach. Mm. And, and of course, you've, you've still got that desire to do it, no doubt at all. Reckon you have to. What do you, what do you thought, and a bloke who had a massive influence on you, I saw it firsthand as, um, you know, as, as a player when, when you came to the Raiders and Tim Sheens was um, the knowledge that he imparted to you, and I think you fed off each other a lot. What do you think about him coming back to coach the Tigers? You, is he um, is the right man for the job? Look, Badge, I think they needed they needed to settle the uh, settle the side noise. And and Sheensy, you know, Sheensy's like mate. He's had great influence over both of us, and he he don't give a stuff what people say from an outside point of view. And they needed someone to settle the ship there. They needed an experienced person because they got. Uh, they've got an inexperienced administration. They've got inexperienced um, uh, coaches around the uh, the fold now. So yeah, they they need someone there, with a bit of direction, and somebody who can give them some some opinion and answers on through experience. So mm. I think he'll be good there for a couple of years. For if they are going to bring through Robbie and uh, Benji, uh, he he will be extremely good for them. And today it's probably something you talk about with the coaching. Um, today, and it's something I was just talking to Mal about, you know, as a head coach, whether it's international um, and, and especially at NRL level, you have to delegate a lot of the work. You, 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 if you think you can do it all yourself, you can't. And you won't do the, you, you won't do the job right. I, I give my assistant coaches a hell of a lot of responsibility. Some can handle it and some can't. Some do a good job, some do a better job. But it is so important to get the dynamics and the balance right because they have such an influence on the football team. And I've been here for 10 years now. And if it was my voice, just my voice, all day, every day, which I get sick of, um, I, I wouldn't last this. I wouldn't have longevity at the club. So I have to be smart in how I handle um, the dynamics. And I keep saying the dynamics because it's important to understand that having that balance is really important in regards to trusting and uh, Sharing the responsibility of uh, getting a player up to play, teaching a player, developing players, and you know, it's not just the the thirty odd in your group. You've got probably 
a close 45-50 players you got your eye on in regards to development and also playing that ring game. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Stream every NFL game this season live on the NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. I'm chucking a Siggy Monday. or in the morning, anyway, which won't affect the show. Why? So I don't know why I'm saying this. Well, the Cowboys are playing 9.30 Queensland time. Right. Next Monday against... North Queensland the, are playing the 49ers. The trial, is it? Oh. Against the San Francisco in 49ers. The, um, NBA. Yeah. Do you want to... I've, Or is it NFL? Yeah, Matty Rogers is a big uh, 49ers fan. He refuses to buy my Jared Hayne 49ers jersey. Mm. I can't even sell it for seven bucks. Why would he? I paid two hundred. Why would anyone want that? Really? Nostalgia? Collector's item? I don't know. I think he. I think his mum knocked knocked back eight (laughs) dollars. Hey, Eddie Jones has uh, spoken out about his uh, new role badge already. Talk about Matty Johns, Matty Rogers. Sorry, because he. yeah, he, he went – he did the switch from league to yep. union under Eddie Jones back uh, 20 years or so ago, wasn't it? Mm. When uh, Lottie and Wendell Saylor went. Jeez, they got some good players, didn't they, from Queensland? Oh, didn't they? Why? They're, the They're chasing a few now. They're chasing a few now. But this is what yep. he had to say uh, to Nine, Channel 9, in an interview. Yeah, I think the first thing we want to do is retain all the talent in rugby. Then secondly, I think we want to recruit back the guys who were rugby players who went to league. So Joseph Suali, Suali'i, I should say, he's one of the one of them. Yep, uh, Will Penasini from from Para. Yep, uh, Tolu Kola, who's a very good outside back for Manly. Yep, uh, I think they've also mentioned um, Nelson Asifa Solomona. They've been in talks with him for some while. I think Nelson's time. a Kiwi. I mean, he, he, I would have thought if he's going to go anywhere and play rugby, he'd be trying to play for the the, the All Blacks. Would he? Would he qualify for the – I guess he would from being over here. Yeah, he, he's already been but in I, discussions prior to Eddie. To go to the Wallabies. To go to the Wallabies. He plays for – The Storm. And New Zealand in rugby league. Well, Badge, I, I'm – Plays for the – Don't Kiwis. yell at me. No, no. I, I'm just giving you the, the microphone. New... <laughs> Hello? The cloud. You there? <laughs> you listening, at Nelson? Would you go to Will? Yeah, okay. That's a little maybe bit tricky thinks, for me. Maybe he thinks he's a better chance of playing – World rugby for the Wallabies than the All Blacks. Oh, I think he could play for either. You reckon? I think he'd be good enough. Just be hard to crack that All Black side. Incredibly Brad Thorne tough. Did it. Yeah, but he's one of a kind, Brad Thorne. Oh, so Big Nelson goes all right. He would you he can compare, do some amazing things? I don't know if he's at the same level as Brad Thorne. Well, I don't know as far as rugby goes, but certainly as, as rugby league goes, he's at the same level as Brad Thorne. Your mate, very similar. I want to move on. Your mate Joker was at it again last night. Got a standing What's ovation. He What's he done? When he went out to play his match on centre court last night. Big crowd. Lots lots of fans in the stands. But we're in the first um, first set early on. And he's asked the umpire for a, for a toilet break. And she says no. Hello? Hello? You need to go to the toilet. He needs to go to the toilet after five no, games? Well, I think he's actually just pulled rank there as well. That, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that official was trying to pull it back. Yeah. So she said no. How was he going? Was he losing? Uh, no, it was on serve. I think okay. at the time. So he goes to the toilet. He just goes. Yeah, I think he was he might not have, not on the court. Might he, have had to have a COVID check or something. But no, he was. It was very brief. Mm. Very brief. So he runs. It comes back. You see him then tying up his shorts as he comes back out. But he just disobeyed. 
the chair umpire. Mm-hmm. And did he and get no, nothing? Point? Nothing. And uh, this is what I don't get it how it all works. In, it pees in, me off, badge that pees you off. Okay, I get that. What? But I, I just get about it too. <laughs> Keep going. It's just that these guys can do whatever they like. Can do whatever they like. It doesn't matter. No consequence. Didn't learn his lesson fine. last year, did he? No. Didn't learn his lesson. I would have. I would have deported him. I would have deported him from the country for that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Said you're out, mate. You're out. See ya. Uh, I think. I think a, a point penalty mm. would uh, would send the right message, wouldn't it? And a massive fine. And three million. Channel Nine would would prefer that. They want some controversy. Yeah, they do. They need some controversy. See, I tell you what, we were talking about. It. Last night, about Monday night, how uh, poor it was, the, the, the tennis watching without some of the stars there. And uh, the big bash was got almost double the numbers. No way. Yes. Well, Steve Smith. You're onto this. Steve Smith going nuts for the Sydney Sixers. That's a bit of a giveaway. Yes. You know, that, that helps. But they've seen it's the first time the big bash has beaten the Australian Open in a long, long time, apart from, you know, big like finals and... I'm so. telling you that Nick once Nick Kyrgios made that announcement. Yes, that didn't help. Unless you're a rusted on tennis fan, there are lots of them out there. But the casual observer, they're not going to watch the Australian Open. There's no way they're going to do it. Mm. And I will say this: I actually had Channel Nine ring me today, wanting to know if we wanted an interview with one of their presenters. There you go. So if a network's ringing you, and you even knocked them back, I did. Can I just tell you, Monday night's game was between. The Brisbane Heat and the Melbourne Stars. Oh, Monday night. 612,000 on Fox and Channel 7, whereas 357,000 tuned into the tennis on Channel 9. But they're combining 7 and Fox. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's two channels versus one. You can't do that. Well, well, can you watch the the, uh, tennis on pay TV as well? You don't have to. No, it's on stand, so it's behind a paywall. But you can't combine... You can't combine the two. Well, they just did. Well, you can't do that. That audience, yeah, anyway, that's, that's, it but is mate, a long way down from where they normally are. The amount of money they're paying for tennis, if you're only pulling in 300 odd thousand, that is. 350, yeah. That's a disgrace. The Again, worry. I've made the core badge and I stand by it. Bugger the tennis off to Gem, bring Married at First Sight forward, get that going. They'll get a million viewers on Married at First Sight. I no kid you. And they do. You're no kidding me. Do it. Channel 9. I know. I'm the fourth. This is Sports Day uh, for Kia. Back in a moment <laughs> with That's Ridiculous coming up. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Yeah, time for us to chuck up some That's Ridiculi. If you've got something, 0457 736 736. We're just talking about the tennis badge. Yeah. And you've got something for us. Thank you very much to uh, Little Jack. Last year, Tiny Jack, the average daily spend per tennis fan at the Australian Open was around 260 bucks and it's listed Come on, that's ridiculous. It's listed in the tournament's tourism facts. Hang on, is that including the ticket or is that without the ticket? No, the average daily spend. Well, Jesus. Well, how much is uh, what do you reckon a uh, uh, corona would be? Well, I can tell you. 18. Yeah, no, I, 15. I went to the Brisbane International, the women's tournament just before COVID with yep. with my daughter Aria. 
great night out. It was great to watch the tennis. Uh, but I remember the cheapest beer I could get was 12 bucks, and an average something to eat was a minimum was 20 And bucks. are they in a plastic cup? Yeah, it was horrible. Wow. Everyone was drinking Pims. I oh, no kid you. I was hmm. the only one getting like a 4X you gold. You no kid me again. <laughs> no, no kid you. Can you... Um... <laughs> Can you smuggle your own rum in or something? I reckon you could because security was Because you only pay less. $11 for a can of Coke and then you can tip a bit of <laughs> rum in it. Vice is $8. Uh, so it's 20 But But, but I'm going to say it now, and yep. I don't care if I get in trouble for this. Go on. Tennis fans are the best-looking spectators on the planet. On the planet. I've seen some rugby league fans in my time. They're not in the top two. Ever been to a surfing contest? No, I'll put that down. Just <laughs> like you live of, on the Gold Coast. We, we sound like a couple uh, of creepy old men, do. don't we? <laughs> no, you uh, do as well. You went. Have you heard I of, just said, have you ever been? Have you been to the? Have you been to the? <laughs> <laughs> I got one for you. Allen's has teamed up with Peters to bring lollies inspired by frozen favourites, drumsticks, and frosty fruits. Come on, that's ridiculous. Lollies. Hmm. But, oh, so instead of a drumstick, you can have a drumstick lolly instead of an ice cream. Why do you need to? Um, I guess they're looking for something different. What 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 other what other food what other food would you like Who to is turn? It? Peters and Allen's. Yeah, they're teaming up. Okay, so what Peter other Allen? Win my baby. Maybe Come they'll be on, selling these ridiculous. in Brazil. Win my baby, go to me, I go to Rio. Frosty fruits as well as lollies. Call them Rios. Yeah, no, I got it. Nah, I've already got them. <laughs> Don't got it. I got. What other What other foods would you like to turn into a, a lolly? A lot. Um, Chico rolls. Oh yeah. A cabbage inspired lolly that'll be big with the covered kids. In, a lolly covered in salt and crunchy ants. Well, if they eat those really hot chili kind of lot, well, those hot lollies that they eat and they burn them and they, oh, yeah. they keep going back for them. Kitties. What about going a, on? What about a crab stick lolly? Lolly. I like crab or in prawn flavoured. Yes, crumb prawn. A crumb prawn. A lolly. prawn cocktail lolly. <laughs> you got to have lolly lettuce. Ah, oh. and you get like a dipping sauce. You don't want to spill. You don't want the kids to drop those lollies <laughs> in your car, do you? No, you do not. Uh, if you got it, that's ridiculous. The better than ours. Uh, <laughs> the all electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is our number. Back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, time to check out the weather badge. New Farm Australian through and through. What can you tell me about uh, Charters Towers? It's a combination of wind and rain. Uh, Charters Towers. What can you tell me about Charters Towers? Hot. Are we going to be hot? Uh, yeah, up near, not, not that far from Mount Isa. Nice. Yeah, west. We were in Mount Isa yesterday. We're just doing well. No, when we did the weather. Oh, okay. Four GC. I think it's on the way to Mount Isa. Okay. Yeah. You call yourself a Queenslander. Mm. You know they're preparing for the Goldfield Ashes. You don't know everything the about Tasmania. The largest amateur cricket carnival in the Southern Hemisphere. I'm not from there. That's probably why. Which gets underway on Friday and over the weekend for your Thursday. Top of 31, mostly sunny, slight chance of a shower. Uh, 21 overnight. 
And it looks yeah. to be sunny over the weekend for their Ashes tournament, by the way. Beauty. New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, building a more resilient Queensland. That is the Suncorp uh, Spirit. Australia secured a series victory over Pakistan and needed just 19.2 overs to do that with the bat today in the second ODI. With Litchfield and Beth Mooney cruising to none for 129. Was oh, this this young Phoebe Litchfield? Yeah, yeah. We she, talked about it last night as well. was her first game, wasn't it? Was this her second now? Yeah, but she's oh, her second. 19 years of age badge. And her and Beth, oh no, it wasn't Beth Mooney, it was Meg Letting the other day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good to see. She's she's an outstanding young, young kid. Uh, another unbeaten half century. She's hit uh, 67 off 61 balls. Wow. She says she's still not out. Yeah. What a star. Yeah. Well, no, she's finished. She's not out there batting by herself. You know what I mean? Oh, she's still a star. Yes, yeah, she is, mate. She, again, there's the future of Australian cricket right there. Hey, and you know how the IPL announced the other day that they're ringing in a T20 for the women, IPL for the women? Imagine. Oh, they are. It, the yeah. Indian Premier League. That'll yeah. be great. That'll be big. Mate, can you imagine how much the Aussie cricketers will be worth? There are some outstanding, well, they're the best in the world. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they'll be oh, they'll be licking their lips at the opportunity to to play in an IPL. And good on them, good on them for be able to earn a earn a quid that'll set them up for the rest of their lives. Yep, hopefully. Yep. I well, mean, it's, it's who'd not... you pick first? Would you pick someone like uh, Litchfield, or would you go Alyssa Healy? Alyssa Healy first, wouldn't or, you? Yeah, wicket keeper, batsman. Mm. Yeah, you go. Got, we've got some outstanding. Jess Jonasson. There's some outstanding women's cricketers. Uh, actually, Australia. well, Alyssa Healy's injured at the moment, so. Okay. What if that's going to bring price down a little bit? Um, Alana King. Mate, and, and the TV rights for the women per year is something – it's something ridiculous. It's like a, a hundred or, or – th- no, $30 million a year for television rights. For, for where? The, for the women's IPL. In, in, in India. Oh, in India. It's an incredible amount of money. Incredible. Uh, in the BBL tonight, the Hobart Hurricanes take on the Perth Scorchers. Uh, apparently, Liverpool recorded a 1-0 win over uh, Wolver, is it Wolverhampton yeah, in their it is. third round replay of the FA Cup. The Great. Wolves. The Wolves. Hmm. Surely you've heard of them. Yeah, I have. And uh, Ben Simmons scored his first triple-double for the Is he still Nets. playing? Yeah, yeah, he's back. The only Aussie we've been hearing about is Josh Giddy. Hmm. Who's killing it at the moment? Ben Simmons can play. He's a bit on the nose, isn't he, because of his antics off the court and his contractual stuff. But gee, we know he can play. But time heals, right, Badge? Yeah. So I mean, he's 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 almost back being an Aussie. He, he was being. An, <laughs> we had him penciled in as an American for yeah, a while. Yeah, bit of a yank. Yeah. Uh, make sure you've got the right insurance this storm season. Search Suncorp Home Insurance for a quote today. This has been Sports Day. Thanks to Kia Badge. Back tomorrow night. See ya.